0: We need small businesses. And right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names and entertainment with small businesses around the country. Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names and entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo and Files Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses
1: need us now more than ever. This feels this feels I know
0: about Hello and welcome to This Feels Terrible. I'm your host, Erin McGathy. I am talking to you from Edinburgh, Scotland I am here for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival um, And I have a really fun episode for you this week Apologies for um, last week's episode being late And perhaps this one being late Because I'm submitting it pretty late To the good people at Feral Audio But uh, this week on the podcast I have comedian and fringe favorite And podcaster Sophie Hagen. She is from the Made of Human podcast. Uh, she's not from it; she created it, and so she made it, and she's from it. And you may also know her from the Guilty Feminist po- podcast. I almost said podcast. Oh, I mean, guys, I'm a little tired, and I know I've been saying that on on recent intros, but it's it's a. Uh, it's, it's true. I'm having a great time here in Edinburgh. It's really been so wonderful and, uh, fun, but I am like <laughs> kind of always a little, a little worn down. Um, I sat down with Sophie yesterday and we talked about so many. This may, may actually be like one of my favorite, if not my favorite conversation that I've had on this podcast. And, uh, we talk about, Fat positivity. We talk about being the other woman. We talk about dates. We talk about um, just being alive. And um, I, I did not edit this podcast at all. Uh, and I, part of me was like, oh, I should listen to it to make sure that I. Because we talk about fat positivity, and we talk about a bunch of things, and um, I think it's I think it's possible that maybe I put my foot in my mouth a couple of times, but you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it all in there. Um, I you know I've talked on this podcast before about my relationship with my body, and uh, we talk about that a bit. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop qualifying it and you can just decide what you think. Um, you should see Sophie's show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, though I believe it's almost completely sold out. So she wasn't doing this as like a plug to her festival, but she's going on tour and you should go to her website, sophiehagen.com, and you should check her out. So... Uh, we actually recorded for a very long time, like an hour and 40 minutes, and this podcast is only an hour, and if you would like to hear the full interview, I'm going to put the rest on the Patreon. I will share the rest with um, everyone on the regular feed in a few weeks or so. And I apologize. That's not, I'm not doing that so as to trick you. It's because I don't want the podcast to be two hours long. And also, I really appreciate everyone who's subscribing to the Patreon. Um, I I don't know why I imply that you would feel tricked necessarily. But if you would like to um, support me and get like a bunch of cool content, including. Uh, a podcast where Potty and I, my boyfriend, talk about movies Or um, Live show stuff or just like a bunch Of other random things It's only $5 a month and you'll hear the rest of the Sophie Hagen interview immediately as opposed to um, Much later You just go to patreon.com Slash Erin Uh But I, I love this interview so much So I'm not going to keep it from everyone forever So if you can't afford that, just hold on And the rest will be With you later. Um in this podcast we talk a bit about Sophie being the quote unquote other woman and um the end of the podcast I kind of bring that up again and we kind of like talk about it more in depth and um I admit to like feeling slightly hurt as someone who was on the other side of that once and we talk about it. And I, I think it was a really, really nice conversation. So I hope you're well. And if you're in Edinburgh, come see my show, Murder Town. It's going so well. Come, come on by. I've had so many. Thank you. Like to all the people who listen to this podcast who have come to the show and said hi afterwards. You guys are all so great and lovely. I really appreciate it. And it's always so great to see. Listeners of this podcast, because you all tend to be you literally all are just great people who I'd want to be friends with. so thank you so much. Um, but that's it for now. Please enjoy this interview with the excellent Sophie Hagen. Not your professional, and I got these colored leads.
1: Oh, I have a mine of yellow. Yeah, very nice. <laughs>
0: Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> we were just uh, talking shit about the festival.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice stuff
0: about the festival. I don't know why I always feel compelled to like tell the listener what what I was just talking about. It's like, I don't know. Well,
1: How in case they think that we just were Ooh. completely quiet for the first five minutes as you were setting up. Yeah, or the thing where like people
0: walk in with the mic on, which always kind of creeps me out a bit. I don't is that, know. that I don't like uh, you that.
1: made it with? He does that, doesn't he? Yeah, that was
0: what I was referring to. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, we, I once <laughs> had, I, my, one of my dreams is to make a uh, uh, like a website that is called like the the graveyard of podcasting mm. where people post like the first episode of that podcast that never happened. Yeah, that's really good. Because I, I, like, I, yeah. I have ten or something. And one of them was me and my friend and we would start recording as we would walk to a comedian's house. And um. then we recorded all the way like walking in, sitting down, speaking to them. They would shows around the house and then they, yeah, we'd yeah. leave again and talk about it as we left. I like the idea never happened. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> never happened yeah i ha yeah I've had a, like a couple failed
0: podcasts or not failed. I just like just never aired them ooh. yeah ooh. Ooh. they were podcasts that, that were co-hosted by friends, and we just like discovered that like our our friend chemistry was like better off mic oh. than on. like it just like didn't <laughs> translate so Um, at least yeah that was that was my that was my takeaway from it but that's
1: so interesting because I did another because we're both podcasters and the last episode I recorded of my podcast was also with another podcaster Mm. and we talked about how it's so much more fun to record other podcasters because we kind of know that, yeah 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 we know the ropes a bit
0: yeah exactly yeah (laughs) aren't we great
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a whole other speaking to podcasters speaking to other podcasters about podcasting yeah
0: yeah, I like I like getting I like getting real nerdy about it, and also like yeah when you're talking to another podcaster, they're likely to not be kind of terrified you know yeah. like, when, like people you know holding them especially like if you're holding a microphone it's yeah. intimidating and also like your voice isn't amplified which I think like can mess with your voice if you're, oh, or yeah. mess with your mind like if you're a comedian
1: yeah and you're like
0: oh this feels strange yeah. because I know my voice is being recorded but
1: I can't hear it oh yeah bigger. I never thought about that yeah I prefer not to be able to hear my my own voice <laughs> even on stage I was I, I, I really don't want to hear myself yeah it just—it yeah. makes me want to whisper. Right. I'm like, oh God, they can... I'm really loud right now. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm being so loud. I've been—I've been going through this phase lately on
0: stage. Like I've been doing kind of more um, like general stand-up gigs, like for mm-hmm. audiences that would be like a little, just more general audiences and like less of my like quirky tribe. And I—I uh, I am ha- going through this phase where like I think that I can't be seen or something. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, it's so straight, like I, it's hard to explain, but like, like, I don't know, like they can't see me. Like if I get nervous enough, then I'm just invisible and they can just hear my voice maybe from the podcasting. It's, it's really Well, I had the, the
1: first two years I performed and I don't think anyone really believes this, but every time I was on stage, I had this urge to look behind me because I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't understand that they were looking at me uh, It genuinely right, had yeah. that why yeah. are they looking this way yeah, and yeah I kept wanting to just look and go is this oh, is this some, really, it something it can't be me it can't be me yeah yeah do you think
0: that comes from um like not wanting to like being socialized
1: to not take up space and Yeah, and it comes from just uh, traumatizing, uh, damaging childhood Mm. stuff and (laughs) like that. Because I was never a stage person, I never Mm. liked being center of attention or even getting any attention that's interesting yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) it's a bad choice of career (laughs) (laughs) i just really hate like that was never why i wanted to do any stand up what
0: compelled you to do stand up
1: well that was the writing bit because i always i've written my entire since i could hold a pen i was just writing and writing oh when i got a computer i would write so but i'm also the most impatient person in the entire world so (laughs) when i realized that you could write something and then like five minutes later say it on stage and people Right, we'll hear yeah, it yeah that was oh, that's ideal funny. you're
0: just you're just like your own self-publisher yeah. that's it
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah so I have trouble with authority and <laughs> okay. I'm very impatient and I write so stand-up is oh it's perfect oh that's beautiful I'm like I I, I envy that I think I'm the exact
0: opposite and that like I was always like let me make you happy. Let me perform for you. Oh, my parents' friends are over. Let me do all my accents for you. And then I was like, well, I guess I have to write material. Like, if I'm going to I need to have something to say.
1: Which I think I is why I got into,
0: like, improv. And, like, because most of my training oh, is doing, yeah. like, improv comedy. Um, which is not the same uh thing over here really but like in, yeah. in in the united states it would be like a there's more of a culture of it i don't know why mm. i have to clarify that but, um <laughs> no no what you mean cause there's great improv over here too but it's just like i don't know yeah, more, it's a like thing. people their audiences are more familiar with yeah that, it's okay.
1: S- snl that's yeah, like yeah, based exactly. on yeah yeah
0: yeah um, and I think I got into that because I was like, awesome. Just have to learn yeah. how to do it. And then you write everything on stage. And then that's that's it. And if it goes poorly, you're like, well, I made it up. But if it goes great, you'll be like, yeah, I made it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really exciting. Improv is my worst nightmare. It is okay. so terrifying. It's so terrifying. And I still, I'm what, seven years into being a performer. And I still just sometimes sometimes crack on stage. I just sometimes go, oh God, I'm so nervous about being on, like, why? Why? It's my third, like, full hour show I've been touring. Like, (laughs) I should be able to stand on a stage by now and I still sometimes go, ugh.
0: Yeah, I think grass is always greener. I'm so much more, I just did the Vodafone Comedy Festival in Dublin and, um, like, I'm just, like I said, I'm just now doing, like, stand-up gigs for general audiences and I enjoy, I enjoy doing comedy on stage but if I was to pick something, I wouldn't be like, just stand up for, mm. yeah. Anyway, um, because it's not, it's not my forte because I, it's just, I just like doing other things more, but I got to do one show that was like a chat show where it was a bunch of comedians and all the standups were so nervous mm. and I was like, this is the only thing. And then before my show, I was like, I was such a wreck where I was like, oh, I've written the things. <laughs> no, like, like that means I can mess up the things if they're oh. written, you know. Oi. And yeah, anyway, it's comedy, right? Comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so we were talking uh, when I, uh, when we were talking about you doing the podcast, I asked you if you, if you had any like terrible (laughs) uh, dating stories or anything like that. And yeah, I've heard, I think I've heard you tell some. But yeah, do you have a story that you enjoy telling? Uh, I think the, the, i mean i don't really date date mm. like i can't i just can't so there's like a whole I mean like in the traditional sense of yeah like, let's go to oh god. a dinner and a film
1: oh god oh god no oh never i've met right. i met one one person that i met online and the only way i could do that was because he was in <laughs> he was in stomp oh my god right you know the, the yeah i would just stop camp them?
0: No. <laughs> I was obsessed him. with stomp. I don't think I've ever said That's like I've totally forgot about this. I was obsessed with it. I thought it was amazing. It is. Really it, was, amazing, it is amazing. Yeah. But I was like, oh my god, a trash can is a drum. <laughs> yeah, I was just like looking at the world a different way. But I have no rhythm. No, I, yeah. I went to like stu- they did, like the production did like a week long day camp oh for kids god. that wanted to stomp. And my, my instrument was the broom, no, the push broom. That's, that's yeah, the best thing I've ever. Yeah. ever. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, I'm no absolutely. Went out with a stomp. Well, so the what only was his r- instrument, but I don't do you, remember. Like, do you, they, I think they all do multiple. Things. Yeah, I you think, think
1: he, he had a, a like few because I don't remember there being one in particular. But I, but the only reason why I could make myself actually meet up with him was because uh, so there were videos like interviews with him everywhere, so right. I could see yeah. him and hear him talk and kind of feel like oh, I, so I know have, him like a, a pseudonym, like a stomp stage name, or was it just his? I don't know. I don't know if think that's so. Thing. No, I don't think okay. so. I don't was know it it like his first bang, name. Bang bang, brush brush, or like something. Bang bang, <laughs> brush brush. <laughs> yeah, so staining bang bang, brush brush. Ooh. <laughs> right. Not as good as tap tap twirl, but <laughs> a clunk clunk. He was the best. Oh clunk clunk, love clunk yes. clunk. Yeah, but he would. Uh, so he was in his videos. So he had like a mohawk, and he had like all these tattoos oh, and yeah. piercings. And I was like, yes, was <laughs> so good. And he was like in, in the international tour of stomp. Okay. So he would like be traveling a lot. And I was like, oh god, yeah, we yeah. just understand each other so much. Where did you meet on? Line, just like a oh, dating. Well, I think it was. I think it was like OK Cupid or mm. plenty of fish or something. Right, right. The only one I've ever like. Okay, like, fine. We'll meet up. And I yeah. met, like got, went to an open mic right before I was and got drunk, of course. <laughs> and then I turned up and like he didn't have a mohawk. He just had like normal hair, and he he wore like a green velvet suit interesting that is not what I would guess
0: at all yeah and then he was makes no noise like there's so much noise in his life that he's like I
1: need to wear velvet all the rest of the time (laughs) like a walking soundproof machine well and then he was nervous like really really nervous like he wouldn't look at me he kept like turning away from me and the first thing he said and I I don't want to say it, exactly it's so offensive Mm. um if I just say he said he said he basically said how come uh, members of the LGBT community can call themselves certain words when I can't call them certain words? But he didn't say it like that. He said Ooh, right. the full, very offensive terms. And this just
0: came up organically. On this right. was no,
1: this was the first sentence he said. What I walked in, said hello, and he went, like, "How come?" And then he just yeah, like like he was doing like a tight five. Like I kind of think I think he was like preparing for. I think in his head he might have gone like, right, I'll say oh. hello, we'll sit down, we'll it's have a odd, talk, and then maybe you. at some point I'll bring up. Uh, my my excellent point about <laughs> how i'm not allowed to say certain yeah, words but yeah. then just, but it wouldn't
0: be it's not a point
1: at all like, it's, it's not a point no it no it's up. awful it's really yeah. al- no, and it i was so shocked really stupid it's really <laughs> it's, no oh my god no actual point it's everything. the it's one of the worst things i've ever been set to my face but also, i was like, so, i assumed
0: that this was a person i get you know just r- r- racism from the show like that i thought he was a, i just i assumed he was a person of color because when i think of that oh. show it's such a diverse
1: cast And oh, no, that was very
0: white that is strange yeah it was well. very wide, very wide, and uh i was imagining awful as <laughs> an awful I person this is, i think maybe maybe this is inappropriate to say yeah. but i do have like a thing for um like people of color with mohawks
1: like it i might don't know be. who i'm thinking of but um is it the guy from glee wasn't there a guy in glee who had a mohawk
0: yeah yeah um I guess, well, I should just say, I guess I just black, black guys with mohawks. I think that, <laughs> I don't know, not like a fetish thing, but I, but I'm always like, Ooh, that's handsome. Like if I was a black man, I think I would have, I would want to have a mohawk.
1: I think you should put I that on that, a I think, Yeah.
0: I think that might be, it might be inappropriate. It might be inappropriate, please. I, but I want to learn and, and, and grow. I'm not sure we can Google it. I don't know how
1: many people have have made that mistake before. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's not to say that black men without mohawks, I'm, I'm unattracted to, because that's certainly not the case. All to say that our opinion
1: about how yeah, anyone also, looks matter at oh, all. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Self-crit. Um, but anyway, so then if he... If you were a black man, though, Sophie, how would you do your hair? <laughs> Oh, I mean, I have been, I have been wondering about this exact. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I might not be in a position to uh, truly understand Corrective. that situation. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no comments. Uh, <laughs> no comments.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna back us, back away. Let's back away slowly yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and politely. Like God, it was a very white guy <laughs> very white in a guy. suit. It was like uh, it was intolerant. And, and I had was insane opening line. Did you just uh, yeah. laugh?
1: Or like, I think I was just a bit. I think I tried to explain it like, oh well, I guess that's because, um, you know. The, I think I would be so taken aback that I'd be
0: like, aha, <laughs> goodbye. Why? Like, why? What a, crazy, was, a, a crazy opening line oh yeah and then also just if you were my friend and you said that in conversation i'd be like i can't have this yeah. conversation like <laughs> it is not my job just just like You're just, just be, away slowly. why don't you just not talk on this subject for a year yeah. and then tell me <laughs> like maybe you tell will me what you'll just pick up on how yeah. stupid that
1: is well, i think i tried to just kind of explain it a bit and then we said because i was so scared of you i didn't, didn't deserve it <laughs> in theory i should have left then and there but i just you know, we, we don't want to make also it a out scene. Of curiosity. And, I think maybe I would be like, wait, wait, yeah, let's you see. You were heating he up like you had invested, yeah. kind of, in, like, yeah, you can't talking see. to this. Person. And you seemed nervous. I was like, oh well, maybe. But then, I, I, uh-huh. so it was this like a uh, little, um, like a like a piano bar, a very fancy piano bar, mm. uh, where all these businessmen came after after work, and weird. they were like, also a weird it's place really- to say
0: that sentence because oh, piano yeah. bars are very gay friendly, like. It's a piano bar. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So all these businessmen were were dancing around, being very drunk. And then one of these businessmen sat down next to us. And there'd been like a very awkward silence because he showed me a tattoo, which was... Oh, no. Like, he said, this is the, the... I got this tattoo after we trashed a hotel room in Madrid. Oh, my God. Uh, he said, it like, a really cool way. Like, oh, God, I trashed a hotel oh, no. And then he said, so, this, so I got this tattoo, which is uh, the Spanish word for my surname. And I said, oh, it's actually not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've studied Spanish for a few years, yeah, and that's yeah. that's. Another version of it. And he right. was like No it's not that and I was like, yeah, it is and I was like googling it, going, see, this is not is not oh <laughs> So then there god. was just this wor- the worst silence. And then this oh businessman came over, sat down and What
0: a shitty story. Oh like, my god, he's the
1: worst. Like he like- was the he was the worst person. But then it's <laughs> like I'm a bigot, I'm a vandal.
0: <laughs> I got a green suit. <laughs> Don't speak me. Spanish,
1: I'm the worst. Yeah. And, yeah, and I don't even Google the tra- the correct <laughs> translation of that. Okay. Well, he was very drunk because he just fasted outside when we had sound. It was very cool. Ugh. And then this businessman sat down and uh, and was like, to say hello to both of us. And then uh, this Storm guy turns to him and goes, Hey, mate, do you want a threesome with us? What? And I was like, so "Wait, It's weirder and weirder. Wait, what? <laughs> if he was a character in a show, you'd be like, You needs to be a
0: little grounded. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> What's his? What, what's yeah. driving him? Because he's all over the shop.
1: <laughs> he really was. And, and I was oh, like, oh, you know what? It? I might not want to. Is anyone? Concerned? And the was businessman there? was like, right, mate, let's do it. Let's toll. And I was like, no, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you wow. need to stop organizing this. <laughs> It's not going to oh, happen. Kind of, so when you say businessman, I'm
0: picturing like like a Lego businessman. Just, like, just, just a white man in a suit? Just <laughs> yeah, like a random, just a white man in a suit. Yeah, Just yeah. A, a white man oh. in a suit. And if, the, if you had to say that this guy looked like any celebrity, just so I can like, picture somebody. What, the suit like, guy? No, yeah, yeah, the, the, green, the green suit. Oh, the, oh, that suit guy. Yeah, that suit guy, yeah.
1: Uh, he would look like, uh, let me see, he, I remember him being a bit... I'm picturing Willem Dafoe. Oh really? No, I think you want to go shorter and mm. fatter. Okay. Uh, and when I say fat, it's like I like that. I'm pro fat. I'm sure, fat. Sure, sure. It's a positive word for me. So he's fat. He was thinking more. Uh, who's? Uh, like oh, more oh, maybe like a, like a Wallace Shawn.
0: I don't know who that is. You know who Wallace Shawn? Is? Wallace Shawn. Oh, maybe. he's amazing. Inconceivable. <laughs> Sorry, I regret doing that. Uh, No idea. (laughs) I did not commit to it at all. And then I was like, oh You kind of backed backed down from it after The Princess Bride. Have you not seen The Princess Bride? No. You've never seen The Princess Bride? No. Is it like a rom-com? Oh my god. No, it's not a rom-com. This is insane. Really? What what is it, a documentary? I think think it is very (laughs) obnoxious when people are like, whoa, it's insane. You haven't seen this film. But this is my first... Like I'm now, I'm on the other side of it. No, it's a wonder. It's a it's so good. It's a it's a fantasy adventure film oh, based on a book by William Goldman, who wrote Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, oh, starring Robin Wright, okay. and Carrie Elwes, and okay. Andre the Giant, and um, Mandy Patinkin, and Wallace Shawn. And I'm going to show it to you. We yeah, I going think I still to, feel like that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we have to watch it, and then okay. I will record some questions to yeah. see how you liked it. We will have we'll yeah. a whole new podcast. We've got a whole new podcast. It's about me watching I Princess mean, Bride. I don't want to make you promise to anything on mic, but like, I really want. I'm very, Cause I, well, you know, you are a, I mean, you're, you're, a, you're, you um, you're a unicorn in a way because the, like, Princess Bride is one of those films that everyone loves, but really? I wonder if it holds up, right? And Uh-oh. like, so I wonder. I don't want to destroy it no, for you. No, though. you won't. No, there's no way you can. There's oh yeah, no way you can. No, there's no way you can. But I would be. I can I, find out all the problematic stuff, though. Yes. Yeah, I think it would be really, actually, very interesting for people to hear the like someone who has never seen the film like fresh <laughs> eyes, really. <laughs> I really, I really okay. would like to show okay. you both no, no, we'll about it. I'll yeah. it. We'll do it. i will okay.
1: see, it. Okay. Okay. We'll see <laughs> it. We'll see it. We'll see it. We'll see it. So the whole thing ended with uh, I. I think we kissed once because I didn't know how oh. to get out of it. So yeah. I think it was like, at, uh, oh, okay, I guess that. this is happening now. Please just shut up, and then I'll go. Yeah. And I went home. I woke up the next morning at ten. And he was at under your bed. Eight, God, no. <laughs> and at eight a.m. he'd written something like. The next time I see you, I'm gonna tie you up and do things to you. Then he'd written again at nine, saying hello, and then and then right before I woke up, (laughs) he'd had it responded. Yeah, I was
0: was asleep. We were out till fall.
1: Exactly, and then like right before I woke up, he'd texted and said, "Oh yeah, well I'm just not interested in you anyways, you bitch." (laughs) Wow, some problems solve themselves. (laughs) What a roller coaster! (laughs) Wow, that is only person I've ever met from like a dating app or site or i assume that didn't compel you to yeah, continue it wasn't particularly online <laughs> oh. and every time now i see like a poster a Storm, i'm like oh, <laughs> oh it could have been so good <laughs> it's so good that is
0: fascinating i cannot wait till the till we're not recording can i ask what his last name is and what yeah, was on the was? <laughs> that is amazing so like so how do you i like do you do you find
1: like do you like what do you what do you think what do you
0: what do you think made him think it was okay to say to you, like, I want to tie you up? But... Ugh,
1: I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, isn't it always just a question of entitlement? And mm-hmm. it's, it's so odd. It's, I mean, and I don't know if it's just the guys that I attract, but that's te- it. So this is a thing that always happens. If I just make out with a guy mm-hmm. or we just flirt or we sleep together for the rest of their lives, they will look at me with pity like, I've, I, so I made out with a guy at this festival about, what, four or five years ago now, just right. like one drunken night. Yeah. And then I think the next day I texted and said, hey, do you want to meet up? And he said, no. And I was like, fair enough. Fine. Right. He's still, this day to day when he sees me goes, hi, Sophie. <laughs> so how, how are you doing? How <laughs> what are you, do you think is happening? How in are you holding up? How are you
0: holding, yeah. up? how are you holding up yeah. since, since I rejected
1: you? Yeah, since, you. since, I, since yeah. I rocked your world. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine anything other than that this is this has ruined your life now.
0: What is what is your response to that? Or just like your this nonverbal to response be like, to that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, sometimes... Want I to show him like, it's all fine? <laughs> here's or? the list of all the
1: men i fucked in No, I think <laughs> I just, I like making jokes of it. You know, so we did like a, a, a audition for a panel show together and I kept mm. like hinting at it, which made him extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> because, you know, I was bringing up the time he broke a girl's heart, he thought. So I kept being so like, funny. eh, eh, remember? remember Remember we did the th- just to oh, make them just leaning into it. Yeah, oh, just course. making them deeply uncomfortable. Being like, here, yeah. remember what made up? Remember that? Remember <laughs> the you up against a porter party at four a.m. <laughs> ew! Yeah. I, mean, oh, yeah. I mean,
0: I've done much worse. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why you put so much into the ew, like yeah. I would oh, never do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, looking in a
0: mirror. But they all
1: think. I think they all seem to think that like if they just like oh so many uh, you, you know that so you funny. know that cliche of men saying. Don't fall in love with me, you know. <laughs> do not think
0: All that's men the- and women, though?
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: I've only. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean really? Do you, have you ever? I, I mean, I just I've, don't know
1: I the stereotype to, of men, of women right. being like, oh, I, oh I damn, like
0: yeah. I mean, I think it's the you know the the phrase "manic pixie dream girl" is super problematic and sexist, oh, but I think there's a yeah. there's a male and female equivalent of that. Yeah, yeah. And I know that when I was in my like late teens early 20s and was fiercely insecure um but also so I was so insecure that like when someone kind of started like really liking me my internal monologue was like what's wrong with them (laughs) (laughs) um which makes you say things like yeah don't fall in love like because the second that someone because I would be like very like you know, playful and exciting and like, Mm. um, just wanted to create these moments because I like, like loved the attention. But then the second that it got real, then I would kind of, you know, back away and then that would make them like more interested. Mm -hmm. And then I, and so like the the whole, like, don't fall in love with me thing is for me was that was like, I was just so insecure, like, but I didn't, I didn't know where it came from. I really was just like, Oh, weird. Like anyone who really, when
1: I like someone and they like me back, I think they're heinous. <laughs> <That> <laughs> okay, can't so mean I'll, a thing. I'll explain to you exactly why what is that was completely hypocritical because uh, this is a thing that's happening right now. So I was uh, into this girl. I say girl, it's because I become such a prick when it's, when it's, as soon as it's women, I'm like, hey, eh, with well, this, this sexy little girly girl, like, I'm such a prick. <laughs> this woman, this grown woman, uh, I was, uh, yeah. I, I fell completely in love with her. This is like a month ago. It's a month and a half ago. Mm. Uh, I fell completely in love with her. And, uh, I was such a teenager. So we went out a few times. Uh, she was my friend of mine, so I wasn't scared of going out with her. And uh, I was like flirting, just, it's like the most gross flirting, just like, <laughs> come on.
0: What's your flirt style? Oh, I would wink.
1: <laughs> like, and I would make her laugh. like I would just make yeah. her cry with laughter, and yet nothing happened. So I did that thing of like telling our mutual did you, friend. your friend did you know? Did yeah, she Yes, you liked her? No she did. Well, I don't know, I don't think she knew. Or mm. she didn't well, she told me later she didn't really believe it, but I was really trying. And then mm-hmm. I told a mutual friend, our mutual friend that is such a teenage thing. Our mutual friend then told her, and I was like, don't tell her, of course you told her. Right. And then she said to my mutual friend that she also liked me. And the second I found that out, I had a nosebleed. (laughs) <laughs> I had four panic attacks, Wow. and I started hating her. Right, and we so were that's met. The and same we, exact, yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. This, so it gets deeper. So, so I started like, like really like detesting her. Like I just couldn't even look uh, at her. Like yeah. it was so bad. Yeah. And I knew it was irrational. So I knew it wasn't real. But you know, you can't control it. Yeah. And then uh, so that the Monday after that, I went to my psychologist and I told her, mm-hmm. and she asked me to go through all the relationships I've ever had, and I was like, well, the relationship before that was with my ex-boyfriend, and we were together for, well, I guess. Yeah, we were together for three weeks in total, and about after a week, I started getting nosebleeds and panic attacks, and I ended oh. up hating him. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, but before that, and I was like, oh. And then we went all the way back to the very, very first relationship I was in, which was when I was 14, and uh, I just, me and this guy, Magnus, who was perfect, still Ooh, is. I
0: love the name, Magnus. <sighs>
1: oh yeah i'm danish by the way in case anyone okay. doesn't know <laughs> so it's like a danish guy oh, he was beautiful oh he was beautiful wow oh he was beautiful he's not on I've facebook intimidated by the
0: size of his penis and i've never seen I, i've never seen him. it like, it I fucking, sounds like one of those oh. names it's just like i think i'm a little afraid of how this <laughs> is gonna go
1: down i bet you he has a bit oh, i can't remember no so so before we, we did that child thing of going do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want to be my girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we just went separate ways. Didn't speak. Didn't kiss. Didn't do anything. <laughs> and then after a week, a mutual friend of ours uh, called both of us and said, listen, you cannot be in a relationship if you haven't kissed. That's the rule. So you have to break up if you don't kiss. <laughs> so if you don't kiss by tomorrow, you're not in a relationship. So me and Magnus was, was like. codependent fairy godmother oh, in was, your life.: Oh, God. Okay. It, it was because he was with my best friend and they were kissing. So they wanted us all to do it at the same time. So, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> because. linger on because every, t-
0: no, because
1: every time me and Magnus hung out with our two friends, they would make out and we would just sit and stare at them. So I think they were a bit <laughs> freak because we would just be like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, how do you feel about the like, I don't I'm
0: not crazy about the two couples making out in the same room thing. I mean, I it's mean, like a thing. Unless it's a thing. Well, I mean, I, if, I guess if it's not a thing.
1: I mean, this is 14 years ago. I think my my opinions have changed. Okay. Oh, yeah. Dramatically.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just do that out of necessity. I think when you're 14,
1: you'd want to look and go, oh, is that how you do it? Am I doing it? (laughs) Oh, God, they're doing it that way. Because I I still, it's like a mental image of those two kissing, and it was the worst thing I'd ever seen in my life. It looked like they were eating each other. It Uh was awful. Yeah. So we turned up at the youth club, me and Magnus, knowing that we were going to kiss. And the second (laughs) I saw him... You I really panicked. should have cried by this was fourteen years ago because I, I said I was fourteen, didn't I? No, oh, well, maybe I
0: like did, like, <laughs> and I, I was like, I, I just, I just breezed past. No, this but, was yesterday, right? Uh, I was no, about I was to get my this first was like two kiss. Two years ago, or oh something.
1: no! <laughs> <laughs> I was fourteen years old. Uh, so the second I saw him at the youth club, I like ran into the bathroom and locked the door, and mm. I was like, tell, told everyone, I'm not coming out ever, ever again. I'm not gonna kiss him. And I was having like, a f- I had an anxiety attack, but didn't know, I didn't know that was an anxiety attack right, at right. the time. Uh, but I was, I was just completely panicking until. This guy, our mutual friend, came out and said, Listen, if you don't kill uh, kill <laughs> you? Oh, Hello, Freud. Hello, Freud. Oh, God. Uh, kiss. If you don't kiss. If you don't kiss. You don't kill your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Magnus is not in danger. I just want to make that very clear. If you don't kiss Magnus, he's not going to be your boyfriend anymore. And I said, Thank fuck. Right. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Just tell him to go away. I don't want to kiss a boy. And, and I went all the way, through, like, through every single relationship i kind of been in, or almost been in, or everyone I've been in love with since, like, beto- mm-hmm. like, every, in my whole life has ended with me panicking and hating them for something. Like, my, there yeah. was, in, I was in one three-year-long relationship, and after about a few months, I started hating him, mm-hmm. and we were still together, like, I could try to break up with him, then he cried, and I was like, oh, I guess we're together now. <laughs> so, so I just weren't, so that's why I could be in that relationship, because I never liked him. So I only just like a month ago realized that 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 I uh, and that's why it's hypocritical because I am the person saying, oh, you probably shouldn't fall in love with me because I'll nosebleed all over you and and think you're gross.
0: How do you feel when somebody has like when you find out that someone like fancies you and you don't have the initial attraction? Are you flattered or are you grossed out?
1: I feel it feels claustrophobic. Mm. I feel like trapped, yeah. and I feel like I, I feel like screaming into the face, back off, like back. No, don't don't don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, right. don't, 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 And I want like I need time. I need space. Like I've I have genuinely often traveled places because I needed to get away from that town because something like that was happening. Yeah, yeah. It is such an where do, issue. Where do you think that fear comes from? Oh, abandonment issues, dad leaving, you know, the the, the sure. classics. But then, the, the, so I've been in two... All the hits. All the, oh, the classics, <laughs> the greatest hits of uh, female comedians. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy left, that's track number one. Uh, mommy Mom didn't show emotions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so the two only, like, the two times I've been properly in love, like, really, like, you know, this is the biggest, have been with, and this is going to probably make some people angry. And I understand that, mm. uh, people in relationships, you know, I was right, in yeah. one where I was the other woman for two years and that mm. despite everything about that, that's awful. Mm. And it is awful. I was 21. He said the right things. He's a psychopath, all of those things, but everyone's done things. They're not. proud Yeah. Of. If
0: anyone's listening and is judgmental, like just, just, just think back. Just do a month. Yeah, like, everyone's of, done something. And different.
1: if you're 21 and the right person looks at you in the right way and says you're the most beautiful girl in the entire world, you don't know how beautiful you are. Well, and and it was you, safe because he was in a relationship. That like you too. were protected. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and oh, but he was.
0: But but I mean, just like adding yeah. it, what you've just what you've just told me. Yeah. Exactly. Because I think that's, that's it was there. so.
1: But I didn't know. I just thought, oh my god, it's meant to be. And, oh my right. god. Right. Like and if he also, wasn't in a
0: relationship, you probably wouldn't. Probably have wouldn't. Been no, I think he was gross. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And
1: that whole thing ended, uh, he, he was going to leave her. Mm. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He <laughs> didn't leave her. Well, he did afterwards, but that had nothing to do with me. Uh, it, that whole relationship ended with me uh, finding out that he was trying to uh, force a 15 year old girl to lose her virginity to him. And I Whoa. physically had to hold him away from her. Like I was like kicking him and oh my God. Be- hitting on him, like, you know, like hitting physically on him. Just you were there when he was like... Yeah, so she told me, she was like, she was like telling me this, she was like, she was like a comedy fan and she went to, he was a comedian, and she went like, oh, I am I think he's really in love with me and, and I probably should do this, but I just don't know, really, really know because I'm also in love with him. And I was like, okay, well, we need to have a oh talk. I found out that there were like 15 women out there that he'd been cheating on his girlfriend with and like yeah. she was the youngest one. So I like took her in my care almost and i was like trying to just go like listen this is the kind of guy he is we all like at one point she said he sent me this message and i found my phone and i found the same message and i showed her like no this was a group text (laughs) like this was to all of us yeah so she was heartbroken but then she started saying right okay well i don't want to be near him yeah so we were at some kind of festival and she came up to me and said he's he's trying to talk to me please help me and i was like oh shit this is such a weird situation yeah, <laughs> i'm like, trying yeah. to like my kind of mistressy boyfriend who's already has already has a girlfriend now i'm trying to keep him away from his other mistressy girlfriend who's 15 and this is all I, I, how did that I, how did that whole situation like affect the way
0: that you like like how did it how did it affect you like what, what was your
1: it it How did you fortu- deal with that? it fortunately made me not love him anymore. Of course, so we're well, lucky. Good. That's very so good. Yeah. yeah well, you see, that's the thing because we we want to say of course, but you also want to say of course that like oh when you found out there were other women. No, of course. course. Yeah. I don't. Um, you well, no, no. I know. What you, I know. I know, <laughs> no, I know. No. You know. No. You're you're totally yeah. right. Because like, you do have that. I have, I have absolutely like stayed
0: in relationships when like exactly. things have happened where I've been yeah. like oh I would not be with that yeah. person anymore. Yeah. You guess, would you would say to someone else oh my god get out. But when you're in it you go
1: oh. But his eyes, yeah. though, yeah, yeah, his eyes are very pretty, though. So <laughs> he might be a pedophile, he but he has pretty it. eyes. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's trapped in his yeah. own <laughs> prison of bad
1: actions. Yeah. So that whole he thing doesn't. ended with me saying to him, "If you get near her, if you touch her, if you speak to her again, I'll tell your girlfriend everything." And he was like, "Oh, but I'll make sure you never gig again. I'll make sure you don't get any TV work. I'll make sure." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I'll take that risk. That's yeah. fair. Enough. Like, yeah. Don't touch her." And then I have a
0: feeling he's not
1: the funniest. Uh, he he was uh, he was that uh, went away. I can't say more because then we'll reveal the identity. Sure, sure.
0: But uh but how did that? um I mean, I I, I like have not lived through that experience. Listening to it, I would like guess that it would make you really mistrusting. Like it's one, it's one thing. Yeah. it's one thing to be cheated on like even go even Mm. dating somebody who's already in a relationship can fuck with your Mm. trust of people obviously because Mm. they're they're lying to the other person yeah but also like it sounds like who he was just as a as a person just totally unraveled in front of your eyes and you found out that he was like there's so much more darkness there than you even knew
1: oh yeah but it's also what it actually did was I think I always liked that kind of person. I think I liked that dramatic, mm. this kind of psychopathic, like, like you know, the uh, people will be nodding the at this. Extreme highs
0: and lows. P- yeah, yes.
1: people who say, oh, in a parallel universe, those kind of people, oh, we, we'd be together in a, <laughs> if only I'd met you before I met her. Like, people right. who... It's that like dramatic, like oh, yeah. everything is pain. That's not a oh. kind of person though. That's like a
0: like that's like a symptom of a bunch of different kinds of people. Mm. That's like yeah. a like a phase yeah. or a
1: coping thing or like a it's a form of manipulation. Yeah, it's def- that's yeah. And that's exactly it. It's like using all those like nagging and mm. all of those like manipulative. You know, you don't know how beautiful you are, which is kind of like saying. It's like gaslighting as well, kind of. It's that, you know, oh, you, you know, we would have shared a night together. He'd say, I'll leave my girlfriend for you. You're the only one. And then the next day he would say, you need to stop texting me like you're being crazy, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it made me completely immune to that completely really? like, yeah completely so the immune next and that like it doesn't hurt your feelings or imu- immune and like you don't it. put up for it yeah I, it, it turns good. me yeah. ice cold like my blood That's goes good. icy when i meet someone who's like that i go yeah. completely yeah cold. it's the same as when my um, my brother <laughs> i think also getting older helps like i think oh, like yeah, when yeah. i was younger i would have fallen for that more absolutely yeah. but i also felt like i turned like five years older in one night just going right? oh yeah. okay i'm completely yeah. done with this so the next guy the next two guys i fell for With the nicest guys, like the softest, Mm. most vulnerable, Uh, didn't mind crying yeah guys who would just yeah. who always answer text and they would send like long 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 messages explaining all their feelings and so I would start falling for genuinely nice people yeah like, but then you would nice. drop away
0: once it got too real yeah, once so, you really felt like you were being loved
1: yeah so that yeah, that's because the next guy I probably fell for who I always talk about him and I always say like he broke me because it mm-hmm. kind of feels like that because he was the nice guy who then broke me and I kind of had this idea that Oh, if it's a nice person, at least he won't make me sad. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, new here? So he, and he also had a girlfriend. And the second I found out that he had a girlfriend, I was like furious. Like, oh, I'm, we're never going to, like, that's not, I'm done with that. I'm not yeah. going to be the other, like, that is not happening. You leave her and then we figure something out or we just don't do anything at all. Yeah. But I was so in love with him and we never did anything. So for, this was like two years where every Monday, or every other Monday, we would meet up. We would sit on Trafalgar Square on the big staircase, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we would sit That's on the, the, the steps. Big place
0: with the lions.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, the lions. Sometimes right. this there's is lights. London. Yeah, this yeah. is London. Yeah, yeah. And then we would just sit next to each other, and the most that would ever happen was like our little fingers would touch. Mm. That was the most that would ever happen, and we would just sit and just be in love. And he was genuinely in love, uh, and he were, and he he never lied. Like he never said I'm going to leave my girlfriend, but he did. He was honest about you know it's not going too well whatever mm. i was so in love so in love uh, but i kept being like i'm not gonna like i don't believe this will ever happen but i just love you mm. and he was like yeah it might not happen but i also love you and then after two and a half years he fucking left her right. and i was like wait what right. Four panic attacks immediately just yeah, like, on yeah. the floor of my room going huh <laughs> 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 they're, they're not meant to leave like what's happening but like I was ready for it and we met up and we kind of got together and he said all the right things. And for about a week it was, I was happier than I'd ever been in my entire life. And, uh, and then we were, like, uh, we were going to go to his place for, like, a Saturday night, and we'd met up, and it was just this, like, we were talking about moving in together, <laughs> which right, is insane. Yeah. We were talking about moving in together. He was like, yeah, I was thinking, should we, should we go to Thailand at some point and just, like, go on vacations? I was like, yeah, of course we should. It was just, like, perfect. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. that same night, we went to his place, and he got quiet, and I was like, oh, hey, what's wrong? Are you nervous about, you know, like, this, this is going to be the first night we spent together. Like, are you mm-hmm. nervous about that? And he went, um, not really. It's just that, um... Uh last Monday I fell in love with someone else. Mm. Who the I, fuck falls in love with
0: someone on a Monday? Someone who uh It's a child. Yeah, but also <laughs> someone who I mean, like both of you like I mean the It's hard like he I mean he had to like he was somebody who needs the the I don't know. Well, because you guys fell in love while yeah. he was in another relationship, yeah. right? And that doesn't come from, you know, you know, you make a choice, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like yeah. it's, it's it's not it's not really an accident. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. if you need that um, that attention, and um, yeah, I'll, you know, I'm not once a, a cheater kind of
1: yeah in, kinda, the, in like, a like a I mean, more complicated I mean, sense yeah, of the word. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think that sentence is is problematic. Yeah, and I think that like. I've said on this podcast many times before that I think that we put too much of an emphasis on like, well, they cheated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because like pe- people's situations are yeah. different. Like, who knows what yeah. what all the complications of things are? Mm-hmm. I think like the more the bigger thing is like needing to have needing to have someone it's like needing someone to love you having that that like base thing and just it, but not being comfortable just having that mutual thing go back and forth yeah. and meeting another person yeah. so it's exciting or so there's some sort of problem because essentially yeah. maybe you think that you're unlovable yeah yeah i don't know well it
1: was very when i eventually after like that was like a horrible for me the one of the worst breakups if not the worst breakup or the worst like night of my life just like i was completely devastated uh but then, about like six months later, I met up with him and we kind of talked. And I asked, her, I asked him about her, right? And he was like, "Yeah, it happened out of the blue, completely." out of the blue. she's like mm-hmm. an old friend of mine. Just some one day, it so just out happened. Of the blue. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. That's the thing. So I was like, "Oh, really?" But like, so it, you never thought it would happen? He was like, "No." Like, and he was like talking about, yeah, because like years before that, oh yeah, there was this night and it was Halloween and everyone had gone to sleep and we were just talking on this couch until uh, the end of the night and. She She was just, I mean, even then, and I was like, oh, you've you've been in love with her for years. And he was like, no, I haven't. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. the way you talk about her, you've been in love with her for years. And his face changed. And he was like, oh, my God. I was like, "Oh, that's fun." Uh, <laughs> that's if, well. If you need any other help with all of the yeah. other women you love, just let me know. Yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. Be right here. It sounds
0: like his his feelings and his actions and his statements
1: were all living in three different yeah. planets and like yeah. weren't really like. Well, I've sp- I spent you know years analyzing him and what, and and I'm finally. Thing. last december was when i finally was like okay i'm I'm done because i stopped mm-hmm. talking about him on stage and i was like right i'm done now yeah 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 <laughs> but uh well, but what, also I mean- if, if it had if he hadn't fallen up with someone else it would have been what a week and then i would have started to panic and had no splits right. and then i would have hated him right 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 like, yeah yeah i mean like let's talk about let's talk about you in that
0: situation like do you um I know that's kind of an intense question, but like, do you think that you're like romantically lovable?
1: Mm. The like, deep down in your. Well, that's the thing, bones. because what's really difficult about being. So, like, if you, if you take it in terms of body, you know, like, I'm, I'm fat and that was a journey. I said the word, oh, journey. That's so cringy. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, people know what I mean. Oh, journey, but (laughs) it's, it's all of this because you, you know, you're a teenager, you're a fat teenager. Often you'll hate yourself because that's what Mm -hmm. you're being taught by society. Yeah. So I've been on that whole. Trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really just don't want to say. I really don't want to say journey. Let's see. So you um, can say
1: process. That process. Yeah, that emotional process of learning <laughs> to love my body and to love fatness and to right. it's because it's, it's all about unlearning. It's all about mm-hmm. realizing that all of this is like capitalism that makes you w- want to hate yourself so that they can make money and blah, blah, blah. and that has taken me years. Right. And all of that, even even with that, even being. Like I'm a fat activist. I I run two fat, organi- fat uh, activism organizations. You know I've done three shows in which I talk about body positivity. Like it's it's like a whole life for me. Yeah. And even then, like there will be a part of me when I walk past a mirror a tiny voice sometimes goes, oh. So sure. What, if, so what
0: about in, your what about your like insides? But that's the so. thing. That's
1: exactly the thing. So. When I want to say that, yeah, I believe that I'm romantically lovable, but I'm not sure if I believe that or if mm. it's that voice that I've said, to, if, if it's that sentiment that I've said to myself over and over again yeah. through those like eight years of therapy that... Or if I genuinely believe it. Like yeah. when I first went to my new psychologist, um, she's just told me, you know, tell me about your life. And I was like, okay, well, I have, oh, my mom's pretty cool. Then I have, uh, like a psychopathic grandfather. My, my grandmother's a bit weird. Uh, my dad left when I was a child, which I think really hurt, but now it's fine. And she went, is it? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> you rascally <sighs> psychologist. This is worth <laughs> all the money.
1: So I feel like that's kind of what you're saying is like, but do you, do you think?
0: Well, I wonder, I mean, the, the, the work to accept your body and your physical self is so crucial and important, but like, do you feel like, do you feel like you're, Your body, you know, like sometimes sometimes I feel like I'm really at home in myself and I like 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 right now I'm wearing these like silly overalls and whenever I wear these overalls, I feel like I am like like inside myself and inside my body. But if I'm like if I my weight goes up and down a lot. And right now I'm kind of in like my, like, I don't know, a couple pounds heavier than I normally am. But like, if I'm five pounds heavier than this, I just don't feel like I'm inside my body. I don't feel like I am my body, even though I'm like, no, I accept myself. And I, you know, and I don't have, I don't have judgment for, well, that's not true. I was going to say, I don't have judgment for other people's bodies, but like that shit, you know, creeps yeah, it's, in. it's, it's hard ways. to like yeah, turn that off. Yeah. But like me accepting my body Feels so different from me accepting like parts about my personality that I'm not crazy Mm -hmm. about. And like, I'm also very impatient and like different things like that. Yeah. So I wonder, I'm curious, like, do you think that the, do you think that the work on accepting your physical self like interferes or helps with you accepting your internal self? I think. And do you feel like you are your body? Do you know I what I mean?
1: Th- yeah, I think.
0: Like, would you feel not you if, like, tomorrow they're like, Sophie, you are yourself completely. You are totally you. It is absolutely your personality, but you're just going to swap bodies with Beyonce?
1: <laughs> like, would you still feel like
0: yourself or would you be like, oh, my identity is gone?
1: Ah, oh, such an interesting question. No, I think because this is the body that I've done all the work with, you know, mm. so this is the body that I've, you know, looked at in the mirror every day, doing all of those internal exercises. And like, and I use this body, you know, in my activism and not, you know, putting posts mm. up, posts up on Instagram and, you know, existing in this body, being on stage in this body, representing with this body. So it is as much me as it can be. So, yeah, it would feel weird. For a lot of reasons, it would feel very weird if I suddenly got Beyonce's body. (laughs)
0: Um, Which is something I think about a lot. Like, Like, I fantasize about the situation where, like, what if in one of the middle of Beyonce's concerts, like she just suddenly like we have the same we, we have like this She still we have the same face and like but just all of a sudden we just swap bodies like including like physical prowess and stuff and all of a sudden she had like my metabolism and my lack of coordination and and just like my body shape but just like in the same outfit and we just like had to continue the concert and then like I was sitting at home watching QI and I had Beyonce's body <laughs> And, like, would I tell anyone? Like, in the fantasy, like, I know it's. happened. you who knows. And everyone's like, what's wrong with Beyonce? <laughs> like, she's like, she has, like, a really big uh, tummy all of a sudden. And uh, not, not that I, I don't know. That wasn't a judgment of my body. But, like, I carry I carry weight in my stomach. Who cares? But, like, mostly just that, like, she wouldn't be able to dance or move and would be, like, out of breath. And just
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel it's a weird one. Like, we had, I don't remember who it was. I had a discussion with someone about... Uh, it was whether or not she needed to get her teeth fixed, and I—it just kind of made me a bit sad because there's a the thing about representing. There's a the thing mm. like I got a tweet from someone um, after my show the other day, and she said, like she was something about talking about the show, but then she went, "But also, it's really rare that you see just a fat woman just be fat." Without doing self-deprecating jokes about, oh, I'm sorry, I'm fat. we just mm-hmm. existing in a fat body on yeah. stage, yeah. talking about fat phobia, but, you know, talking about how it's shit. And I get that because I don't see that. Like, it's very rare that I see, you know, fat people yeah. just representing. And if they're very famous people, like there are a few now you're just counting down the days till they'll lose weight because that's what always happens. And then mm. you see all the front and that's not their fault, but then you see all the front pages of newspapers saying, oh, she looks so good now. I'll see how great she looks now. And, yeah. and you're just like, oh, it well, all, and it, yeah. you're not allowed to really feel sad about it. Sure, but. sure. But also like <laughs> there's,
0: there's not also, there's also room for like, you know, seeing yourself on television and then being like, oh, I think, I think I just want to look different. Yeah, like I, I just obviously think we, pressure to yeah, do like, that which that's is that's the thing it's yeah. it's, the, it's the same
1: one with uh like a more simpler way of saying is like something like makeup because there's a lot of people who when you start talking about how makeup is essentially sexist and patriarchal that doesn't mean that no one should wear makeup that doesn't sure, mean sure, that it's sure. a bad thing it doesn't make you a bad feminist it's nothing like that it's just that it's a thing that you know, men get... It's, like, it's part of the feminine thing. That's yeah. why it's, like, a sexist thing. Because, like, if men wear makeup, then, you know, that that's... They get cold things, and that's not acceptable. Because and no that's one like wants an, to be a woman, because... Yeah, because yeah. woman is a negative thing. And, right, like, women yeah. are be like It's, like, proven that women who wear makeup in the workplace get, like, paid more, you know? Yeah, yeah. But that... So there's also a, a you know, like, so the, the point is like realizing that something is sexist, but also realizing that, well, it is what it is, you know, mm-hmm. like, so, so I don't think, I don't believe that anyone can distance themselves from the societal viewpoint of fat is bad, skinny is good. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone so, wants to lose weight, so you, so yeah, 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 like, so that's the thing. So a lot of people want to, so people who say, you know, oh, I just want to look different, But do you ever want to, like, it's not that many people who want to be fat, like... So there's there's always that the people who talk about uh, skinny shaming, which isn't a thing, or like thin <laughs> shaming, which is not a thing. No, but they always I mean, go. I, I
0: mean, like it, it is valid that someone would be that it it's valid that someone would like who's really thin. People would be like, "Eat a sandwich." And I'm yeah, sure course. that hurts your feelings. Yeah, but absolutely. our whole society is built around mm. people being thin, so it is mm. not the same.
1: It's oh, not and, the yeah, same. Exactly. And in that situation, you want to go, "Okay, cool. Well, do you want to be fat?" It's like, pale and they were like, "No, like, no like, one." Want if yeah. someone was like, oh, you don't understand. It's so hard to
0: be so white. Yeah. You know, you'd be like, oh, okay, like, yeah. you know, you, that's not the same thing Still go all. eat in Santa Like, just look at any yeah. magazine. Look at, it's, oh, like, yeah. it's so. Yeah. Like, there is a, yeah. there is a, pri- there's a thin privilege as a thing. That's not to say that, like, the, like, of course, we're not, like, I don't know, just eating disorders everything. Like, people, yeah. you know, obviously, like, people get shit for being, yeah. but we all know that the ideal yeah. that we get is. Yeah being
1: yeah, yeah yeah and it's not a competition either there's no, no need to be you know and you yeah can, and if that's the thing you know fine start your own organizations do your own things you don't have to get involved with the fat acceptance yeah. movement yeah like with that's what we are with the fat acceptance movement you know we don't need to yeah we don't need to get involved with your thing like you can do yeah. your own yeah, thing
0: yeah, yeah it's not for you. yeah I uh, when I was in high school um like I I I've always like I've like I've never I've never been um like I've had times where I was like like thin. They also happened to me times when I was like very depressed and just had no appetite. Um that's just me. But when I was in high school like I remember like just obsessively like looking on the internet for, um, just like looking through message boards and would ask just, this is like in the golden age of chat rooms, would just ask, ask guys like, so like, have you ever thought that like of someone who is fat was pretty or like with that, could you love, like basically could yeah. you love someone who is yeah. fat? Um, is it, yeah, when I was in high school, it was like, uh, I was heavier than I am now. And, um, there was this woman whose name is Lauren Pritchard, who is so funny. And I went to this improv camp and she's, she's, she's not, I mean, I feel weird talking about her body. I don't know how she identifies. Mm, yeah, but she's yeah. like, she's, she's not super thin and it was life changing for me seeing her perform mm. and just be the funniest person on stage. Mm-hmm. Like I get choked up thinking about it now and it meant so much to me because she wasn't like, Like you're saying, she was just existing, yeah. And she wasn't making herself the butt of the joke, yeah. And she played every kind of character, and she was so funny. Like I was, it it changed my life. Like I like wrote her a letter, and like I still like sometimes I'll see her around town, and like she means so much to me. Mm,
1: So that you could be that for someone is like everything. That's so great. But it's such a good point. Is that that like can you love someone who's fat? Yeah, because that is part of it. That is part. And Dating. then the whole thing,
0: like, oh, if someone loves me... And, I, like, I had a boyfriend where I tortured him, kind of, and was like, you you have a fetish for fat people. Mm-hmm. And I hated that. And I was like, yeah. I don't want to be fat. And I think that's why you like me. And it made me judge him. And it like, really hurt his feelings. And he ended yeah. up only dating thin people after that. Like,
1: he didn't have a fat <laughs> fetish. Oh, you took one away from us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How dare you. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> you ruined
1: it. <laughs> no, but, that's, but that's, that's also a thing. Because that, I think the, the men who fetishize it would... 'Cause oh God, you know, there's a lot of them in comedy who mm. will fuck you and then throw you out the back door and then please don't tell yeah, my friends. Yeah. Same with like, trans really? women I hear from oh, my trans yeah. friends. Yeah. Yeah,
0: God, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a whole just the shameful thing. Like I don't <sighs> want people like I am interested yeah. in this thing, but yeah. I am ashamed because yeah. they also they also get people we have this bad culture of shaming the men who are interested in heavier women or just don't mm. care. Yeah, and the men who are—I mean—that fucking stupid viral post. Oh God, the, so uh, the one yeah. where he—the one where the guy was like, like, "I love her, even, even though, though she's um, <laughs> like, like not really that. She's not all fat. She was just like oh, she, she had she, hips you, or yeah, something. She was just curvy, like yeah. she was like she could have been a, a oh
1: my God. plus size model. Though I hate saying plus size model. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's like another word for thin. <laughs> that's yeah. another word for like a size twelve. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like it's such, like I always think like. It's. It means just that you're like I don't. You just have your fat in all the right places. Like it's really yeah. Funny. Like it's just like more hips and yeah. More fat it's, just, it's oh, bullshit. No. But that's also <laughs> the only reason.
1: Thing. That's also the only reason why that went viral. Because if she had been actually fat, mm. no one would have. You know, because right. people would have read that and they would have been like, oh, he doesn't mean it. He's just doing it to be blah, blah, blah. Like there's so – because that happens. That's like a thing. And like a, yeah. a friend of mine, uh, a Callie Thorpe, who's a, a, a blogger and a fat activist and she's super, super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is fat. Like she's actually fat. And she has a husband and, and their the, the, the wedding photos were trashed everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he's like – what did you say? Like stereotypically um, – handsome or whatever you Say you well, know like what I mean, Lindy, like um, Lindy West. Lindy West, yeah. she had the same thing when she got married. Yeah. yeah. So they get so much hate threats, so much because they're actually fat. So if it's someone who's like size twelve, everyone can be on board with that. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd still no, fuck her. wrong. I still him. fuck her. So I'll I'll share this yeah. story. Yeah. But if you wouldn't want to fuck them, that like, you just hate them because what? How dare you be a woman that I don't want to fuck? Yeah. How dare you? What's your use if I don't want to fuck you? Yeah. And that is a part of dating as a fat person. Like you right. just don't know and. There's this thing with my, with my fat friends where we'll kind of talk. And then if we mention a guy we've slept with, there's, there's almost going to be like a sense of, oh, so he's into mm. really, okay, well, let me know when you're done with him, because then I can, because it's almost like we have a little list yeah. of like, did you know that guy actually? Or like you see someone and we, they have, oh, he has a fat wife. Okay. Right. So he's on the list of people who would, because right, yeah. if, if I just meet any guy, I would automatically assume he wouldn't want to stay with me. Just right. by statistically He doesn't want It's the same with You know like Being at a party And uh, this is, I wrote such a long thing About this Because I just I was so angry I was at a party And there was this guy A comedian Who was like He's done loads of shows About how he just can't get a woman. I like, can't get a woman. It's so awkward. No one wants to talk to him. And he was talking to me about it. He was just like, so we're like having...
0: half the shows of the festival. Yeah, yeah, I'm making it so
1: you don't know which one.
0: And we were talking about... Is his poster him staring right at the camera? Just like, uh, uh, me? <laughs> and I love being so like bitchy about people's I posters. I don't even know.
1: Yeah, uh, So you were talking at this party and he was talking about how we couldn't talk to women. He was like, oh, I just don't know how to talk to them. I think it's because... I don't know, it's just like a thing from my childhood, maybe. And all of a sudden I realized, you're talking to a woman right now. Yeah. Like, you oh, what Ugh. you meant. Oh, yeah. you meant yeah. women. Like right. you meant, oh, you meant hot women. You meant yeah. women you were, oh, so I don't even count. Like you can say to my face, oh, I just can't talk to women because I'm not a threat, because you wouldn't fuck me. And it was so implicit in that conversation that I was invisible yeah. it was so implicit that I wasn't even an option and I didn't want to be I wasn't interested in him but it was just that no yeah oh yeah, yeah. That's like, oh yeah. fuck you yeah fuck
0: you and yeah. your little thing I, um, I saw uh, comedian Laura Davis's show oh yeah last night called Cake in the Rain which is brilliant and you should see it oh she's, yeah? she's wonderful but she she had this um, kind of ongoing like Line in her show where she was in situations where she was being seen as invisible and was just saying, like, there's somebody in here. Like, Mm. there's that, which is like such a, like, yeah, which exactly like wraps up how I felt in so many of those situations. Like, I felt that way a million times. Yeah. And had like the opposite thing where I've just assumed, oh no, I'm invisible. And Mm. then if it's, if it's like, oh no, they're interested in
1: me. Mm. And then my first reaction is like, they're making fun of me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because there are actual, Games, there are games for fat, like about fat, where like a pull a pick. Do you know that one? Jesus, no. It's about it's uh, so it's men uh, finding the fattest woman in the club, uh, getting her home, and then as you're sleeping with her, you say to her, "I'm only with you because you're fat," uh, what? because this you're is like ugly. a real, yeah, it's thing? An, a thing. Like you could look it up. It's there's like stories about it on the internet and stuff. Oh, and okay. then this is
0: like a Game of Thrones storyline that was thrown away for being like <laughs> too fucking heinous. Yeah.
1: There's also a, f- a fat girl rodeo, which is oh. where you go to the dance floor, find the. I mean, that uh, sounds like fun <laughs> yeah if men weren't right if, if men weren't involved it, right well m- most things would be fun if men weren't involved but you <laughs> go to the dance floor you find the, f- the fattest girl you go up you start uh like dancing with her and i think the the official description description is until she believes you're into her and then God. uh when you're really dancing with her you pull her close and you whisper you're a fat bitch and then the game is how long can you hold her close to you before she gets away those those are things. So that so when you're at a nightclub as a fat person, you are at risk. Like you know about these things. So if a man comes yeah. up to you and says hello, you're beautiful, you just want to go fuck off I'm not playing your game you can go fuck because of course why wouldn't you just be alert all the time why wouldn't you just be constantly waiting for that you know like even just like walking past a group of men you're like oh are they gonna oh are they gonna say something they'll probably say something if not if they don't say something you can just hear the silence and then they go and you go fuck yeah Mm. of course I mean even the
0: uh, even the vibe of like yeah so there's uh, yeah so many I don't know Um. So upset by all that. <laughs> but, um, even the even the vibe when like a man is is like as as a as a as a as a woman who's not who's not like um like the thin ideal like when a man is talking to you and there's like a vibe from him that he's doing you a favor Ugh. like which is what. When oh get, god I've had this oh so yeah. many of them. there's
1: so and like, many of them oh my I've never they get I've never is they're yeah. furious when you're not interested yeah like but I have <laughs> it's really just like, like I, I but I'm into but I, I've never had any problem
0: yeah. getting anyone anyone to sleep with me ever not to brag but I guess to brag <laughs> um like no matter what size I've been like it's always like I like just people will people will sleep with you but and then the men being like yeah just talking to you as if like they're the first person to ever say anything nice to you is like <laughs> yeah. like you haven't yeah. like they're patting themselves on the back for oh, actually yeah. finding them finding you attractive oh it's yeah. like geez, uh, you I can know. tell
1: because they'll say things like you're actually quite beautiful yes oh my god <laughs> yes um.
0: All right. I hope you enjoyed that first hour. If you'd like to hear the rest of that podcast right away, go to Patreon slash Erin McGathy and subscribe for $5 a month. And uh, yeah, you could even do something sneaky and subscribe and like pay the $5 and then cancel. You could do that. You could do that. You could also subscribe for $10 a month and get a piece of artwork uh, or 20 and be part of the Google Hangout. So many, so many opportunities to um, throw me money for this, for this podcast, Uh, (laughs) which I was about to say I'm embarrassed for asking, but you know what? I'm not. I think it's fine. I would appreciate the support and um Yeah, it's all it's all good. But also, it's fine if you can't do it. It's totally fine. Uh, I love you. I hope you are well. Be brave. Be kind. A gas attack. We need small businesses, and right now they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live. A weekly live stream featuring big names and entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo, and Files Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever.